Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquarinsight and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Libra. Hello Libra. Right, on the screen right now you should see me pulling the cards. You're the final. Okay, actually let me just move this wire. Sorry about that. Right, you're the final ear sign that I'm reading for. That is cracked open. Sorry, you can't see it very clearly. You'll see it once the cards come out. They look a bit washed out when I first start pulling cards. But that clears up once all the cards are out. Okay, while I'm finishing up pulling the cards on the screen, let me get started. I'm going to read you cracked open. Am I surprised that you got this card? No, I'm not. <laughs> Let's have a look. It says cracked open. Keywords, rock bottom, surrender to the alchemy of life. Don't let the weight and density of the world squash your tender spirit. Instead, let it fall, sorry, let it call even more of it home into your body. At the center front of your life, it's through the extreme pressure of life's trials that diamonds are cultivated. It's when things are at their darkest, and that's that cliche, right? It's when things are at their darkest that we cultivate proper faith and our light is ignited. It's through the crumbling that we can allow our wounds to be alchemized. I want to say here, why is that? Like, just think about it. Why would that be? It's because if you've got a tiny little tea light, you hear me say this all the time. If there's light around, you don't notice your own light. You don't notice that spark. When it's completely dark around you, that's when you notice that little tea light. It's so bright. You can see it so clearly in the darkness, right? So yes it does say rock bottom don't worry let's see what the rest of it says let your pain sorrow and losses make you not break you let life alchemize your tragedies into gold so when we're talking about alchemy i'm getting magician vibes i'm getting um temperance even that comes up so let life alchemize your tragedies into gold be open to being cracked be open to being cracked open wide open it's the difficult times that help us grow in leaps and bounds and in ways we could only dream were possible but first they have to crack us open sometimes it hurts like hell it's nature's way whether you let it happen or not is going to happen so surrender to the process it's how the light gets in when your heart cracks open a space is created for your soul to more fully enter when your soul cracks open, a space is created for the grace of the Holy Spirit to enter. Let your trials, your sorrows, your pains and your losses transform you into more and more of yourself. Stay open to the possibility that your tragedies, your losses, your sorrows and your hurt happened for you, not to you. So they happened for you, not to you. Bless the thing that broke you down and cracked you open because the world needs you open. Surrender to the alchemy of life. Starseed Soul Inquiry. How can you let life crack you open? Now, I'll tell you one very easy way, right, is um, not clinging to what is safe. And for you guys specifically with justice coming up in the past, not clinging to what is balanced. And that kind of, it may feel at first like you're going against your nature. Um, one of the things I will say with that cracked open card, it's so similar to especially when it said the weight um weight of the world or something because that was the exact card that virgo got so check it out that's your 12th house there might be something that's in your blind spot that you get more of out of the virgo reading so i just want to say that if you feel compelled to watch it 
it's up to you just so you know i don't make money from views so i'm not saying it just to get you to watch another video um and it feels important to say that why when i feel compelled to say things like that and i don't usually because i'm not insecure about things like that um but it felt important to say it to you and i didn't say it to anyone else i've suggested other videos it's usually because we are conforming to some kind of bias right we all have a bias there's nothing that's not a put down right? when that's how human beings function that's venus right venus is what we like so a bias is usually around what we like but that's not enough for you guys especially with justice coming up in the past how you balance things you know where you've kept held two things together how you've done the this and that and that's coming up for everyone everyone's getting this message of doing things differently and another reason that i'm kind of going there is you've got justice here you've got the hierophant here libra taurus both ruled by venus right so there's this thing of whatever your preference is this is 100 percent living beyond preferences that'll crack you wide open doing that right let's i say that let me read you otter you'll be like wait what otter unobstructed joy playfulness contentment and it says perhaps the most joyful creature within the animal spirit deck the otter represents absolute bliss otter energy is the playfulness of a child available to us at any age they have a giddiness and reverence for life itself without the presence of doubt worry or skepticism maybe that's the skepticism that i'm talking about as well i'm kind of picking up on something imagine yourself with a little more otter energy what would life look like what would it take to bring you there the otter card begs these questions and wants to transport us to that precious place as soon as possible the celebration awaits when in balance full of love needs nothing when out of balance and it's interesting that um, that when in balance out of balance because of justice there right um gloomy sighs makes silly excuses to and just to be clear what this book is calling silly excuses we tend to call reasons to bring into balance dance party or celebration all right now i had this conversation with my mum and we're talking about prayer right and she prays she's religious and she she prays and we have this thing and both of us we've talked I and mean, she's a libra actually by the way and we've talked about this before where you know where you might have a set number of prayers that you have to do a day or certain text around the prayer and we've had this discussion many times and both of us really feel this that if you can give a heartfelt thank you that's all just two words thank you heartfelt not it's not performance it's in your heart of hearts you can say thank you when you are in your greatest pain when and it's really difficult to do it's not i mean that's why it's so powerful but if you can just feel into it and say thank you thank you for this and that is what prayer is to me is that ability to do that in that because that's where faith comes in that's where light comes in right and this is the struggle of an air sign is we have reasons for everything and we especially Libra, you can justify why you do what you do why it's balanced why the other side has a point like that's all justification and i did a whole video on this in your season but this is beyond that and 
for me, what I call prayer is when I'm able to sit there and just say, thank you for this. I don't understand how this benefits me. I don't understand what is born from this, but I th I'm thankful for this experience that, you know, and I, that's d not denying how much it hurts, not denying how much, how upset I am. In fact, there was someone that was suggesting ways for me to deal with grief because I've been sharing that I've been feeling a lot of grief around ending, which, you know, but to me, grief is not, it's, it's the story that we have around the emotion. It's not the emotion itself that's the problem. And so for me, grief isn't a bad thing. Like, it's not like I want to feel grief. I'm not going to go out of my way. And how would you do that? I don't even know how I would go about looking for situations that cause grief. But grief is one of those emotions that does crack us wide open. And in that moment, you can focus on how much it hurts, right? Which is always there anyway. It's not like we can deny that. But I choose to focus on it hurts so much because this is, was something dear to me. This meant so much to me. It means so much to me even now, like, you know, that. And so I always have gratitude that comes up with grief, always. Um, and I've shared that for years, even when there's been death and loss in my family, that is always constantly there, that someone meant that much to me, that it has cracked me open wide, that they've left. So that's one example of this. And then Otter speaks to that gratitude. Otter speaks to that childlike energy of, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect a child to understand. And you don't have to understand why it hurts. It's more how you handle yourself in that situation. Now, a lot of this comes from, I mean, the fact that it's similar to Virgo makes me look at your sixth house, which you've got Saturn in your sixth house, right? Um, at the moment, which that's your day to day is changing. This is a fifth house um, transit for you, Aquarius. You are going to have a um, full moon in your 11th house. How you show up, how you belong, how you work with that, what kind of a friend are you to other people? Or to yourself even, like forget other people. A lot of this is coming from yourself. And the this, this big story, and you guys know it, is the south node in your sign. Steve Judd usually says this thing when he talks about certain transits where he says you can hide under your bed. You know, you can try to hide under your bed like when something is like, I'm not going to deal with anyone or do anything and the bed will crack. Uh, the bed will collapse on top of your head. Right. You know, it, it's that kind of a feel. It's, you can't get away from it. And I say this every time and I've experienced this and South Node is in Aquarius, South Node in Sagittarius is it is very humbling having the South Node in your sign it cracks you open wide because all of a sudden the things that are that you might pride about yourself and be very good at they are suddenly um you see the shadow of that side and that's why i think justice comes up in the past now here what what is what is justice it's balance it's harmony it's how we take this and that and have them integrate them have them work together it's the making and the breaking of contracts it's how we are in relationships right it's marriage and divorce it's all of these things now how do and i'm gonna say be completely honest i've, I've seen that this is some libras are struggling with this like take it from me i understand some libras are struggling with this some, I think, have gotten like, even more profoundly aware of what that means. 
as in instead of just seeing it as the relationship right whether that means to to you that because you've got the emperor here right um the awareness that these are two individuals that the purpose of one person in that relationship is not to um is not what am I trying define to define the other person one person cannot define the relationship one per it's not just one person's needs or wants or desires I mean it may be at any one time it, you know sometimes we take turns in that sometimes one person steps up more than the other in a relationship but it can't constantly be just on the whims of one person and so in that sense it's the understanding of okay there's a relationship all the uh, there's a contract there's a way of balancing this out yes there's two sides to every story what is my side of the story what do I bring to this and there is no answer to that yet there that is the exploration that is the being cracked open wide now depending on how much you are actively working with that energy how much you are embracing about that in yourself with cracked open right we can give in to that we can open ourselves up to this energy we can lean into any difficulty anything that comes up with the awareness of right this is how i've always done it hierophant this is how I'm going to do it now. I'm going to try it in a different way. I also feel like with the Hierophant coming up as your advice, it's talking about it's talking about faith, what you have faith in. Um, faith isn't just the result that you get out of a situation because that's not really faith then. That is, you know, it's, this is, you don't need faith. You don't need courage. You don't need anything when everything is balanced, everything's fine. We're all getting on with each other right and if you've ever heard me say this about my friends that how i know my true friends are that we have disagreed with each other we have been imbalanced that the relationship has been out of balance because something has happened or we disagree with each other or we've had an emotional interaction at something something that in a way has tested and i'm not that i test my relationships i don't got my way to do it but it has a profound effect I'm almost getting the tower when it comes up in relationships. The tower, when it comes up in relationships, it makes or breaks that relationship because it will show you the cracks. Some relationships, when you see the cracks in it, you think, okay, this is what we need to work on. And then it, you have a much stronger relationship out of that. Other times, you might have thought you had a strong relationship. Something happens and you realise, oh, we're really only good for each other in the good times. We have, we're not really good for each other in the bad times that we can't be bothered to paper over or even to do anything with these cracks and forget papering over them that we have just been papering over the cracks so consider that but this in a very personal way in a very personal way because if you're and I, I almost get this image of someone trying to hold themselves together that's what I get here and you know, like if you were shedding skin and you were trying to like hold it in place, like, no, I cannot shed this skin or no, I cannot break open wide, even though the most fabulous version of you lies beneath that new, that old skin or there's a different version of you that is coming out of this. Um, I'll get clarified as I go. That, I mean, that's your reading, basically. Let's shuffle this. Take it from me. So this is a really stupid example, but you can see I've got a plaster on my finger here. Um, I've done so many readings 
that I had a callus that was formed here and it's been really cold and you know with the central heating and your skin goes dry even though I've been using like sheer butt like crazy um it cracked open and so it hurts right but I hurt myself doing something amazing and I've done the readings of my life um those last couple of months of readings that I did that road ahead map reading a mega reading sorry that I did amazing profound but we have wounds we, we crack open we we uh, mine's just a, a stupid little thing on my finger which is not going to kill me and it doesn't really hurt that much um it was hurting to shuffle but maybe you need something um an awareness or, or i don't want to say armor because it doesn't feel like armor in fact it isn't armor because it's cracked open but what if what you're trying to cover up right it's revealing something stronger underneath right do you know what i mean maybe the armor is underneath it like you are there's a thicker skin that is growing from underneath so th there's something here which you may consider as being a wound or a hurt and it's really revealing a much stronger version of you underneath that let's see what's this justice card saying wow all right so think about what that means if justice is balance harmony this is in as a result of not in result as a result of fears of the future nine of swords i swear to you this is it just feels like someone's holding themselves together i can see someone sat there arms wrapped around themselves like hold it like as if, if i let go then i would everything would just spill out or break out so holding yourself so tightly together and you may have lived your life like that in the past maybe you've had anxiety this is stress anxiety fear of the future what would people think um if i don't show up as 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 doing this balancing act if i don't hold all this together if i don't hold myself together right you know there's a very restrained kind of feeling that comes up around this here we have strength and the emperor you have leo and you have aries they're not going to do that right they're not going to do that so let's have a look what this is saying and don't forget leo is your 11th house aries is your seventh um and that would be friendships that's going to be relationships very directly they come up for you new magician was going to come up for you alchemize right alchemy eight of cups with the emperor when you get strength strength is courage when you get magician it's confidence so come up together anyone who you guys know this when you've had readings with me if you come and ask me about if something is good for you or not good for you or whatever if you get strength and magician it is telling you it's not even about that thing that's where i got that nothing really has any inherent value relationship what is a relationship it's how two people relate you change your way of relating the relationship changes now ideally both people would need to do that again one person cannot make a relationship but this is not even this is not about your relationship this is about how you relate who is the version of you that shows up so with strength and actually let's leave strength and magician for a moment right courage and confidence let's go to the emperor and the eight of cups whether you're leaving a job whether you're leaving a situation whatever physical change is going on outside of you 
or not going on outside of you. If nothing is changing, right? If nothing changes, you feel stuck. Nothing is changing. Maybe you feel immobilized. Like I have to stand here and hold these two things together or everything's going to collapse. Maybe that's your story. The Eight of Cups and the Emperor is saying, you are leaving behind parts of how you show up. This isn't about how other people show up. Now, we may leave people behind. People may leave us behind, right? They disappear from our lives. But when you get the Emperor and the Eight of Cups, like, the Emperor is you. It's the I am. It's Aries energy. But the Eight of Cups is, I've been emotionally committed to being this version of myself. But now I'm I'm not that person anymore. And I can leave relationships. I can leave a job. I can leave a role. I can, you know leave something physical outside of myself an identity that I have outside of myself like I'm no longer going to be your friend or I'm not going to be your partner anymore like you know whatever it is you can do that but and you could do that to everyone you could leave everyone around like you, you could change your name you could move to another country you could live like you know as if no one knows you you've taken on a whole new identity and that would still not be the emperor and the eight of cups the Emperor and the Eight of Cups would be how you show up in your existing situations. Because the Eight of Cups is emotional. The Emperor is who you are. So this, and you know this because it's the underlying energy and you're coming in with this energy, right? In that, so this can present in this of, I can't do that anymore. I can't do that anymore. I can't be that person anymore but it's there's a rune i forget which rune it is that talks about this when we leave behind an identity one that was oh, i think the way they it says it is that was quite proper and right for who you were in that stage of your life you, this is not having done anything wrong i'm sure a lot of people are really grateful that you've been this way in the past but you're really grateful that you've been that way in the past it doesn't work for where you're going and who, what you're doing now that's the old skin that is being shed and so Eight of Cups is, I'm not settling, I'm not doing this anymore. And with Strength and the Magician, there's a sense here of, it's the courage now, look, to look deep within. You know, um, instead of being like all proper, right? And think about it with Lady Justice coming up there, the fair one, the right one. And you see this lady here, who's often I see her as the Empress, right? Again, Venus energy. It's a being the beast, it's allowing yourself because this is a fear of what will they say right it's allow, and that doesn't mean being cruel that's the point that's why you got otter that's why you got the queen of cups this feels playful this feels light it's not the weight of the world it's the opposite but it takes courage and confidence to allow that part of your nature out so you got two fire cards that came up and the magician is a new beginning so what does that mean you know, if it it means you can create something new out of what you have in front of you. The knowledge that you have about people, about yourself, about whatever, it can be used in a new way. The magic that you perform now is different. Your the tools of your trade may be the same, the the information may not have changed, but it can be presented in a new way. And I would say to you in Aquarius season, I mean think about it, it's your fifth house, right? Aquarius, it's self-expression. So it's the courage to know what you truly want, who you are within and allow that out. Now, this is something completely new and alien to anything that you've ever been before. How do I know that? Because the focus is on the Knight of Wands. 
Now, I'm not saying you can't have a new job or a new relationship or a new project or a new whatever. That, you know, the Knight of Wands is the explorer. And he's also the curious optimist. But the first thing that changes is how we create, how we explore, how we take in the world. It might be the, the same route that you've driven to work, you know, for the last, I was going to say, 100 years. Well, I don't doubt anyone's done that, but, you know, it feels like it. For the last five years, you've been going the same route. That's one quick way to realise this, is to look. Do you actually look around yourself? You know, we can go into autopilot. And I'm giving that, I'm giving you um, that example of a route that you've driven a million times before, but try this in when you wake up and when you sit for breakfast in the morning when you speak to a sibling you know this is all brand new like listen with new ears look with new eyes because otherwise we're just reacting from the old from the th the thing that the part of us that hasn't cracked open but i love this night of wands here there we go libra card this is a very specific um so i mean this kind of gives you tells you how to be the knight of wands in this situation if i'm completely honest so here the knight of wands says experience it anew how do you do that by not looking at what you need to balance right first and foremost which is going against your nature but your nature is changing and there is more to your nature than you have allowed up until this point that you've discovered up until this point at the end of this video in the outro i talk about growing into whatever it is that you are you've been at one stage of growth for a very long time i mean this is i think i've said this before to libra and it feels like that again almost like you know the ugly duckling where the ugly duck it, it is an ugly duckling at that point right it's a duckling but it is going to grow into this beautiful swan as well but at that stage you had to be a certain way now you are at a new stage in your life and there is a softness to this there is a nurturing quality to this and i think that's why a lot of people don't embrace that when these new cycles come in or try to hold on to themselves the way that they were because they feel like they're being cruel they they feel like um and in some cases they are being cruel right but that means you're doing it from a place of anger or frustration or guilt or hurt like that will become apparent very quickly but to try to hold on to both things which in the past was called balance justice right harmony but here now the act the same things that you did this the same holding things together the way you did them they now become conflict the same things that brought peace now bring conflict. And so with the moon coming up, with, especially with the two, two of swords, this is about looking deep within. That's why you got the queen of cups in the present of looking deep within yourself. Your feelings are a gift to yourself first. Because you cannot, you do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. It's not even that the nine of swords could say that, like you don't know you've gone too far in the future. You don't know what's going to happen from that, right? But this is balancing to preempt that. And it's weird because 
Aries got a similar sort of message than the, from this, but they were told, being told to embrace that part of themselves. For you, it's straight up telling you, you do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. You really don't. The intuition that you have is not about this will happen or they will do that or this is who they are because you cannot see anything outside of within yourself. What you are embracing in the Two of Swords is your own truth. It's just you're second guessing your truth when it bumps up against somebody else's truth or another truth. And in the past, you've always balanced that. Now, no. So with the hanged man here, it says this is a change of perspective. That it's not that you change how you show up in that situation or change how you, whatever you do. It's you change how you see it. Knight of Wands. You know, I wonder how this is going to, how can I play with this situation? Which sounds completely irreverent. That may be one of your fears. That what if I appear to be irreverent? What if while everyone else is talk, sharing about how much it hurts them, I'm talking about how much, how grateful I am that in this moment. And the, go back to the grief example I gave at the beginning. Now that sounds irreverent to some people. What are you saying that it can't hurt? Why do I have to be grateful? And it's like, you don't have to be anything. I'm saying in my tears, in my pain, and I'm in immense pain right now, I can, I'm grateful for this pain because it means I had something that most people just wish they had. I had it. So, the, and we are capable of feeling more than one thing. So, Moon, Pisces, I knew there's a Pisces element that comes in because there's a sixth house feel to this. And Neptune. Um, but the hanged man is flipped upside down. It would be too easy under these transits to just move the pieces of your life around, to have a cast change, as I call it, different people. But remember what I said with the Emperor and the Eight of Cups, because that's what you're coming in with. That's a really powerful energy. Which is, this is about more of me showing up, being cracked open, showing up, being more vulnerable, being more open. Rather, the parts of me that I'm not satisfied with, the parts of me that I've emotionally invested in, that they did bring me peace. They help me deal with my anxiety. They help me deal with fears of the future. But they do not help me now. How can I play with this? Sorry, I said this is the Queen of Cups. It's the Queen of Coins. Queen of uh, Pentacles. But I mean, even with her, uh, bloody hell, even more so. She's even more like the Empress than the Queen of Cups. She's all about what she nurtures. What when what are her own values what do you value what do you value about yourself you've done the what you, parts of yourself that you don't like what do you value about yourself you've got sun in scorpio here again playful childlike energy that comes up around that all right interesting so if the Queen of Pentacles, Queen of Coins, if she holds space and she nurtures very much like the Empress, things that she values, right? If she values her employees, she's going to take care of them, right? She's going to make sure that they don't work too much, they get paid really well, they take their lunch breaks, you know, she's going to have end of month bonuses for them, all this stuff to show her appreciation. She's going to offer them training on the job. Hey, do you want to train for something else? That's what she, she nurtures her assets. Her children, she's going to make sure they're fed well, they, you know, they're healthy, they get time outside. That's how anything she values, she nurtures it to bring out the best. 
where she nurtures her garden. But the thing is, if you have changed, and you have, right? We can see that here. That which brought you peace now brings conflict. And you've got the Six of Cups that came up first with the Queen of Pentacles, is that this is the gift of the past, right? You can you can see every time you were cracked open in the past how it, a gift was born out of that, a new version of you was born out of that. But then why, right, if you've got the Six of Cups, which the Six of Cups says that we've moved past the Five of Cups. Five of Cups is regret, loss, missed opportunities. It's pain, it's heartache, it's what's missing out of our life, the support that's gone out of our life, right? But with the Six of Cups, we see the gift of that. We see the gift of that. Then why, when you make a decision, is it still coming almost from a Five of Cups place, which is someone that you've been? If you're about to make a decision, right, and there may be the case here with this, are you doing something that you've done in the past? Are you, have you reverted back to a way of being? Like, you know, okay, the last time I wanted to have fun, I did this. Because it's not that that was wrong. That was right for then. But that's not who you are now. That doesn't speak to growth. That talks about repeating a cycle and you're not about to repeat a cycle. There's something so brand new. You wouldn't need the Knight of Wands. If, if it was as simple as, all right, the last time I gave up smoking, I did this. Or the last time I wanted a job, I did this. The last time I tried, you know, it, it's not about that. That you did that way and it gave you the gift of understanding. But it's being true to who you are right now. And that's part of the Queen of Pentacles thing of like, this is what I value right now. You know what? I'm going to get one from this deck. I want to get one more. I might take a look at Five of Swords. Um, the fives are agents of chaos, right? So five of cups, heart chaos, emotional chaos, five of swords, mental chaos. And the five of swords is, it can be blind ambition, but it, you know, it does say pick your battles wisely, right? In part of that. But with the five of cups, it's almost saying you don't need to. Six of cups. Why is there even a battle here? This this is what you're saying yes to. This is what you're nurturing. This is what you're growing. Because at the end of the day, and I very much start to see the high priestess in this manner, especially when it comes to making a decision. There's one person who you'll have to look at in the mirror. And every single person that you meet, every situation that you're in, it's just going to show you who you are. Because remember, she when she takes you through the pillars, because even with justice, right, justice would be balancing both pillars. Two of swords would be you know, which pillar is the right pillar for me? One's black, one's white, yin, yang, good, bad, light, dark. She says the truth lies through the middle of them. It's like a soft focus energy. And there is a pool of water behind her. And when you go to look at the pool of water, you will see yourself. Now, everywhere you look, you find yourself. But some people are, are within themselves so chaotic, right? That it's an uneven surface. So you don't get a clear picture of who you are. And it almost feels as if, I, it's because of that six of cups, the fives are going back. They're not going forwards, they're going back. I'm pushing my luck here, pulling so many clarifiers, but I want to know.
eight of wands it's being very direct um it's engaging with whatever it is but what are we engaging in and you know this is a sagittarius card as well knight of wands this is sag in mercury think back to that mercury retrograde that happened right did something happen there did, did a conversation come up was there something that was revealed to you during that time and the eight of wands is about engaging it's that you have some understanding of this now but you are going to look there's opportunities for growth there's opportunities for nurturing and here's the difference we're not fighting the the fives are chaotic the five of um swords sorry that comes up here did i say five of ones five of swords that comes up here it's winners and losers right or wrong and no and that's a very restrictive way of balancing so if we've had two scales to balance this is telling you is you're not balancing two there's so much more coming in like you are a much more nuanced you know it's there's more than one side of the story there's more than one side of the story on each side so this is bringing in a lot of nuance and complexity but it is a richness it's not complicated it's a richness that comes in there is more to you than you've allowed to come out before so why have we got the eight of swords in the future i don't see it i don't want to see it i can't um where if the eight of wands is engaging and communicating and interacting with something the eight of swords is a different it's that like i can't do that and don't forget that the, and it it stems from because she's blindfolded this the two of swords person is when you're waiting for something outside of yourself to reveal it but the eight of swords is saying the, the trap is within yourself it's in your mind it's what you're saying you can't do two of cups Ten of Pentacles. The Hierophant. Hierophant came up over here as well. Wow. All right. So I'm going to say this. Whatever your relationship has been with yourself, however you have shown up, however you know how to nurture, how to love, whatever it is, right? And I mean that you've done since day dot. Whatever your legacy is, whatever you've inherited, from your own past around this because the hierophant showed us the prescribed path what you have faith in um in relationships the eight of swords says you've still only shown up from a small part if there have been changes in your relationships up they're still the small changes because the eight of swords is not a big change it's a small change um so if you if the two of swords connects with the eight of swords think about then we don't know how, what our capacity to connect with other people or it, it, whether the two of cups is showing up as a general sense in relationships or whether it's showing up a specific relationship for you with the knight of wands you show up in a different way ready to explore ready to find new truth ready to ask questions being curious why is it this way what's going on yeah those kinds of questions and then if the moon is telling you hey i don't know what's what's going on in the past right that you, i'm sorry in the future you can't see there's you walk can you walk this path in faith because you don't know what's good you don't know what you're walking into and you're not meant to know because you're trying to use a new sight a new vision that you have 
in how you look at things. So everything will look will look blurry because it's new to you, right? It's in shadow. Then the Ten of Pentacles and the Hierophant, they both talk about the past. Uh, because the Ten of Pentacles is your inheritance. It's what you have been committed to, how you've decided to commit in the past. Hierophant, what, look at the path that's gotten you here. But the hangman talks about something that we are sacrificing now. Sacrifice means to make sacred, to offer up, to crack open and to reveal that side of you. And I'm going to say this as well, that sometimes that can come up as um, a feeling of, oh, you don't get me or you don't see that part of me. And it's like, do you show that part of you? The chariot, head and heart balance moving forward. These are competing parts of yourself. So if you've balanced things outside of yourself to kind of prepare for the future or to allay your fears of the future, with the chariot coming up here, this is about within yourself. It's knowing that within myself, there's more than one, you know, more than one side of the story within me. Forget outside of me. Let's see what this Hierophant's doing over here as the advice. Oh, I was wondering if you guys want to get this because everyone's gotten this card. Judgment. Veto. That's in your fifth house. Beautiful. Ten of Cups. King of Wands. There we go. Right. Whichever way you see this, Right, whatever area of your life this relates to, specific relationship, just in general of who you are. If anyone says to you, "Oh my God, who are you?" Like you're just totally showing up in a different way, um, like you've just been so quiet, or you've just been so down, or whatever. That there's a much more energetic, playful side that is capable of coming out. Now, here's the deal, though. Right, it's almost that sense of. So when, so when I was really ill and I'd have good days and bad days, but even like my best day was worse than most people's worst days, right? Of when it's related to illness. And so there was this kind of, this feeling that I used to have and it was, I'd get so frustrated and there'd be a lot of anger and rage connected with this. So you might have some of those feelings coming up. And that's this chariot, the two sides that you're trying to get together. I wanted people to acknowledge and to see how ill I was. Like, I needed them to understand. Why? Because I needed to understand, right? Everywhere you look, you find yourself. That, please know that I'm ill so that you don't think I'm a lazy person. So you don't think I'm not a productive member of society. So you don't get offended when I can't come to your wedding or to your party or to your whatever, right? I need you to understand that I'm ill. Right. So that was part of the story. But the other part of me was I didn't want to look weak or negative or just whatever. I didn't want to sound like a, a whiner or a complainer. And at some stage in life, when you are have a chronic illness, those of you that have a chronic illness, you know this battle, that that is where you're torn apart from it. And at first it's easy, right, with justice, because you're getting tests and you're doing whatever. So you can balance this thing of the doctors are trying to find out what's going on. When you're diagnosed and you've got an invisible illness that most people can't see. So how do you then be honest 
but then also confront how you see yourself. Now, all of that that I've described, no one else gave a shit. You know, that they're all trying to make ends meet. They're all trying to deal with the problems in their own relationships. They were, they were all trying to like get the mortgage for the house and start their careers and stuff. But because this whole thing has overcome my life, it's so, it was so difficult to, to understand, to get the perspective within that, that this only matters to you, Jay, because it's your whole life, right? This is not everyone else's whole life. You are a, just a tiny fragment of somebody else's experience. This is the whole of your experience. Now, the other part of that is that why am I making someone else's reaction the whole of my experience? And I said that I've been saying this a lot, if you know, in the, over the past year, because this was part of my realization with Aries and Libra was that you are a you are a part of my experience. You are a part of me. Like when I look at you or when I do these videos or when any of you are going to interact with me on this. Right. You are a, you are a part of me. I will find myself in whatever it is that you say, but you are still only a part of who I am. Because when we say everywhere you look, you find yourself. Sometimes we think we find the whole of ourselves in someone else, in a situation, in the ones, what we're balancing. I hope this makes sense because I know it is very, very, I don't want to say complicated, complex. So nuanced. There's so much that comes up. There's a richness. That's the word I want to use. At its best, this is rich with loads of flavours and loads of things that make up this experience. And your enjoyment, you know, even if you have the most, if you have a meal in front of you and you, you take a bite and it's so rich and there's so many flavours, right? Some overpowering, maybe not, you know, whatever. The enjoyment, my experience of it is like the otter. It's that playful, joyful, mm, this is so rich. I can't decipher all of the flavours, but, you know, just being present with it to experience all of it. And that's kind of... I feel what's going on here because the old way of like breaking it down and who's right and who's wrong and what's justified and what isn't justified and how's that going to impact the future and what decision do I make? What it, that shit's not going to work. That may work when you've got one flavour in front of you, you know, garlic good, onion bad or, you know, whatever it is. When you mix it all together and there's this kind of concoction that you have when it's all alchemized, right? It's a much richer experience. And then the way that you show up changes with that king of wands. But, you know, with the emperor over there and the king of wands over here, this is about how you are showing up. How open are you as you show up? The rebirth of you, queen of pentacles, justice. A rebirth from what? How you've always done things, what you've had faith in. Maybe you've had faith in your ability to deal with the situation, but does your faith in your ability to, in how you deal with the situation, is that the same as the faith that you have in yourself? Is it the same? There's a lot of questions that come up here, but there aren't a lot of answers. You know, oh, what's that flavour? Oh, what's that sweetness? What's that sourness? You may not know, you may not be able to figure out, but would it lessen your enjoyment of savouring it, of tasting it? Even if you were offering a wine tasting or a whiskey tasting or something, right? Um, that some some wines might be really horrible, some might be really nice, but the nice ones are nicer because of the nastier ones that you had. 
And all of this is designed not for you to discern what is nice and what isn't. It's to discern who is the taster. How do you open up more to this experience? Knowing that some of the shit's going to taste awful and some of it's going to be amazing. But it's you at the end of the day that's coming out of this. I hope that makes sense. Beautiful reading, but it's, there's a lot of complexity to, complexity to it and that's part of it. But the how we engage with it is what the otter is telling us. There you go, lovely people. Hope you let me know how you get on with that. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. So before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius. If his, um, birth, if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them. Is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me. I can't do that. I'm going to hurt this person. It's the guilt. It's the shame. It's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. We're not going to let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realize that how, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving. And it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and government and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, are the, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege, that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video, but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth, that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realise so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins as he'd put it. This is very Goggins actually. He has a split personality almost. Um at his best this is what he's like and this is why he can be very polarizing you don't have to be a goggins you don't have to use foul language and yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it now i watched a podcast of his and you can watch it as well it it was posted on the first of january this year on andrew huberman's um youtube channel you know i love andrew huberman as well that was like a dream come true i knew it was going to be a great year as soon as i saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year and here's the point 
is that whatever you think of him, whether you think he's the best thing ever, if he's the best thing ever, then you can be like him. All he is is himself. If you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him, then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you. Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that he did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And you've heard me over the years. You don't even have to look at Goggins. You've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me. Well, that's on them, right? Like needing to make people stupid. Um, and, and I didn't do it consciously and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me. I'm an alien or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me. That's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up a, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No. No, what I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realising I had a three-course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world. You know, Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy. What is he doing? You may think that and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? because that's your only job is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose, and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere, or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you. That's all you can do. All you can do is be who you are. And it's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. 
and that's all you're doing you're getting on with your life so i hope if you take nothing else away from this season that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you to grow into whatever it is that you are an oak tree a rose um you know ivy across um the front of a building but whether and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden whether you're growing up in you know inner city madness or whether you're wild out in the wild somewhere growing that's where you can be all you can be is who you are and it's your job to be that fully i hope you will do that hope you will take that to heart i just want to say i love you guys thank you so much for being here with me i really really appreciate that please give a shout out and i give a shout out i give my thanks my love my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment um they make all of this possible thank you to everyone that interacts with me that's on the discord server there's a link in the description if you'd like to join the discord server you can i've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else i'll let you know that right now it's not like anywhere else um, or that I've been on the internet I'm sure there must be other communities we're not that unique but when it comes to self-expression all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness so you don't get arguments and stuff you know no one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff I mean we could if we wanted to but everyone's too aware of themselves and that Every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.